What's up, guys? American Schmuck Podcast number eight, episode eight. I made it past the seventh episode, so I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for that. I recorded one before, didn't turn out too good, and then I got busy work and going out of town and doing stuff like that. Not necessarily on a vacation, but you get it. Well, here we are. Stuff's still happening. People still being manipulated. Uh, From how I see it, on all sides. Civil War. It's the the ball's rolling on it. It's got momentum. It's going to happen. Maybe be able to stop it, hopefully, which is the point of this show. And I want to get into, over the weekend, this past weekend, I saw a video out of Portland. A lot of videos out of Portland. But uh, where Proud Boys went up and stuff against uh, Antifa and them. And there was a brawl, there was a clash, and, and it was crazy. And Proud Boys, they all had their American flags back to blue flags, uh, Trump stickers and everything like that. And I just wrote an article on why I don't adhere to the back the blue movement. Yes, I'm for good cops. I'm for a police force that ensures freedom and gets bad guys. Absolutely. And I absolutely don't attach myself to the Black Lives Matter movement either. 100 million percent. But I get into how the word itself, police, derives from the word policy. So it's not, it's, it's, they're just the people who enforce the policy. So you blame the police, you're dumb. You go after the people who make the policy. And to the back, the blue people, are you going to be back in the blue when they beat your head in with, uh, because you're not wearing your mask right as they're doing in Spain? They're going to choke you back to blue when they're choking women out. When uh, they're not wearing their mask right, as they're doing in Australia. And in a lot of ways, I think they are. People are still going to back the blue. I've seen comments on Facebook from those videos where people are saying, wow, that's a good takedown of that woman by some big, strong dude who's choking her, like, arm out, strong, like, stiff arm, choke, like, around the neck, like, you're about to, like, like, rape choke, taking her out. And the guy looks like he's getting off on it. I'll try to find the video and uh, put in the show notes. And so, I'm looking at this video of the Proud Boys and... Antifa, and they're ready to brawl. They obviously don't like each other. My ideology is definitely more towards the Proud Boys crowd. That doesn't mean I am part of the Proud Boys, uh, you know, club or whatever. But I just see it as like another movement that could very easily be financed by some Rockefellers, by some, you know, who knows what, and totally be shifted into some uber right-wing movement, super pro-cop movement, where where they will, you know, back the cops when they enforce the masks. I hope that's not the case. I remember seeing in this video, there was a, it's like on the lines, like when the two people were clashing, the Antifa and the uh, Proud Boys, one uh, one of the Antifa, you know, leftist crowd says, Let's go to Bill Gates' house right now. Come on, let's go. And then the guy's like on the other side, the Proud Boy side, who's like, I agree with you. Well, okay, then what the fuck is the problem here? You know, somebody is calling the shots on, you know, behind the scenes in this. If two people can literally agree on something, on who a bad guy is, trying to force everybody to take vaccines, where where's the where's the fucking disconnect here? Where sorry, my dog's in the background. He sees like a person getting into their car or something. So, like, where, where's the disconnect here? 
Like, what's the problem? Why, you know, what, are these people, like, at the top, like, are the string pullers, are the organizers really that, like, brainwashed by Marxism that they, they, they're on the side of Bill Gates? I mean, you have to have these people that are, like, behind, the, like, the scenes running shit really fucking evil to do this kind of stuff. And they're using their, their, you know, they're just useful idiots as numbers, just like in, you know, the frozen, frozen chosen reservoir battle, just numbers, hundreds of thousands of Chinese rolling over the mountains. They don't care how many die, just, just a, a human wave. That's all that they, you know, think of these people as on the communist side, at least on the, oh, hold on. At least on the uh, Proud Boys side, there's a there's a concept of individuality. There's a concept of 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 ad- adhering to the individual itself instead of the group. But in it, but it turned into a group in and of itself, and it could very easily get worse. And I think it is going to get worse. And unfortunately the average person who just doesn't want to join a side, or not necessarily join a side, but be a part of a group, adhere to another group's rules, uh, they're going to get sucked into it. And it's really, it's, that's kind of where we're at. But in a lot of ways, I'm seeing more stuff like that, exchange between these two individuals I just talked about, about Bill Gates, happening on a more street level between two individuals. Because I work with somebody who is, uh, I would definitely consider a leftist. And we had a pretty, he was a philosophy major in college. And we're talking all sorts of like philosophy stuff. Me trying to uh, back my argument up for that, why I don't think art is subjective, and he thought it was. Yeah, you know the, the the argument is easy. I'm I'm digressing, but you know, being a leftist, you know they 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 don't like the corporation and 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 all this and the rich and blah blah blah, you know. But it, in their school and their teachings, the, it's what's completely omitted is the financing of every single tyrannical group that's ever happened. On purpose. Not by ignorance. Oh, I didn't know the Nazis were going to be bad. Even though, like, the Rockefellers and the Fords, Henry Ford was funding the freaking SA movement when they had their little, like, the Nazi Antifa's going around. With billy clubs and revolvers shooting, killing people. And then they would donate cars to Adolf Hitler. I forget, which one was it? The Rockefeller or Henry Ford that got the the, the highest Nazi award for uh, a foreign individual. Somebody not from Germany. And Henry Ford has written books on, like, his anti-Semitism. That's contributed to Mein Kampf. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely insane. But then, like, you know, the Ford Foundation is still operating, doing things, having major influence and stuff. The Rockefeller uh, Foundation, same thing. CFR, same thing. And you see what they're doing today. I mean, there should be a no-fucking-brainer here. Okay, what they, what they spot out, what they're advocating, we should be against because they've funded the fucking Soviets, the Nazis... Everybody, everybody with a fucked up ideology. Lenin shouldn't have been shit. He shouldn't have came back from fucking exile and funded doing so with all of his followers. Same with Trotsky, who's in America and got stopped in uh, Newfoundland or what's that, Nova Scotia, because his whole thing was getting out of uh, Russia out of World War One. And if Russia was out of World War I, that would clear up the Eastern Front from the Germans to focus uh, everything on the Western Front, 
which were the, where the Canadian troops were and the American troops were. So they had to stop Trotsky, the Canadian government did, to save Canadian lives in the war. But then uh, got funded by the Rockefellers. Rockefellers reminded uh, Canada who their daddy is, who funds them, and they released them, and the rest is history. That was all during, after the overthrow of the czars, and there was an interim government there that was trying to replicate or build something off of the American Constitution, the American Bill of Rights. So the people in Russia already had what they wanted, but they funded the bad guys, and the rest is history. Nazis, same thing. All these people shouldn't have been shit. Anything bad. And then they, you know, all these uh, Antifas, you know, they consider everybody a Nazi because they're not communist. It's like that's how black and white the world is to these people. That It's just groups to them, not people. They don't, they, 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 the concept of individuality, the concept of freedom just does not register. Or they just hate it so much because they're so they don't feel free themselves, so they gotta enslave everybody else. And it, it's it's fucking sick. I mean, like, why can't we just have a concept of freedom here? I mean, it, it's it's like first level like thinking. The concept of freedom. Like, individual freedom. Like, people like to think, you know, strategy games and stuff like this. But then, when it comes to, like, anything philosophical about the individual, like, what does the individual represent? Every single individual is the center of the universe. I mean, it has to be. Every single point of consciousness is the center of the universe. Not the sun. Not freaking... Mars or anything. It's the individual as the center of the universe. And so that's something that's so precious. It should be freaking worshipped. But not in like a satanic way. or Not in a postmodern way where it's like you just have your own truth. You know, whatever. We live in the same reality. So there's got to be something in common there. If we can all perceive the same thing. If an asteroid comes and hits Earth, we all die. That's something we have in common. So then, therefore, that would bring a collectivity naturally that we all live in the same reality. Every single culture is based, I mean, there's differences between cultures, but every single culture is based something off the land. Every single culture is based off something that satisfies our biology, satisfies our taste buds. We like Chinese food because it satisfies the palate. Well, the same, you know, another person with the same palate, you know, salt, savory, sweet, bitter, sour. You know, India, they go to India and it satisfies the palate. Italy satisfies the palate. Mexico satisfies the palate. Same, I mean, it, it's, it's just done in different ways. That's all culture is. It's just something, same thing done in different ways. But we just, we, we, we just don't really have a, where's the concept of just beyond the culture that we're human? And what's the commonality there? And that's what I saw, or at least the lack thereof, when I saw the Proud Boys verse. Antifa in Portland. So, and I don't, I don't necessarily see things getting better by any stretch. Here we have, uh, in my neighboring state, in Wisconsin, Kenosha, Wisconsin, Black Lives Matter and riots and stuff happening because a cop shot a black dude in the back. And now they're burning down used car lots and just, I mean, just stuff that doesn't even make sense. I mean, again, the first level thinking, you do this stuff, are you going to gain public support? No. 
Not the only thing you're doing is making the victim of police brutality not have any sympathy towards people not having sympathy towards people who have been abused by police. That's all you're doing. And you're emboldening the crowd that supports cops beating up people wearing masks or not wearing them properly. So good job. Good job, you fucking idiots. And they're only fucking... They're only... It's only going to get worse. Here, let me... I remember in the last podcast, I played this. This was... uh, Democrat uh, uh, out of Illinois uh, on the legislature talking about this. So today, I'm calling for the abolishment of history classes in Illinois. We're concerned that current school history teachings lead to white privilege and a racist society. So you can kind of see the fallacy right in there. We're going to end history, period. Because the current curriculum emphasizes white privilege. So something currently happens, end the whole fucking thing. That's like saying a dog died in a lake, drowned, can't go swimming in the lake anymore. Get Dry up the lake. Drain the lake. And he goes on. I'm calling on the State Board of Education to end the teaching of history and the local school districts to take immediate action by removing the current history books and curriculum practices that unfairly communicate our history until a suitable alternative is developed. We should instead devote greater attention towards civics and ensure students understand our democratic process and how they can be involved. Today, I don't know the party of individuals here, and I'm sure we have people from different parties, but today this is an issue that brings us all together and that is getting our history right. So we may have Republicans, Democrats, um, independents, but it doesn't matter when you're talking about civics and getting our history right, and that's why we all stand together today to make sure that that happens. So there you go. Getting history right. Some history didn't happen, some history did. So why do I bring that up? Okay, Council on Foreign Relations. What? What does that have to do with anything? Switching gears. No, I'm not switching gears. Council for, Council on Foreign, Foreign Relations. It's original original uh, chairman David Rockefeller, or a chairman for a very long time. Council on Foreign Relations is pretty much a Rockefeller entity to organize and, and, and out-leverage everything and bring everything under their umbrella, the presidency, Congress, you name it. And for a long time, the Rock, Rockefellers have controlled curriculums in schools by controlling the uh, and donating to the, you know, the companies that make the textbooks. Well, under the CFR website, they have this thing called World 101. So they fund this thing called Civics Now. Let me give you a little excerpt of Civics Now. We are a proud member of Civics Now, a national bipartisan. Oh, that guy just happened to talk about bipartisanship. Oh, coalition of over 100 organizations focused on expanding and improving our nation's civics curriculum. In today's global era, this must include issues of international relations and foreign policy. The goal of helping every school nationwide fulfill its vital civic mission of equipping students with the knowledge, skills, and perspective required to participate as an informed, engaged citizen lies at the center of our global literacy initiative. Don't get the kids to, like, learn things on their own. Don't get the kids to, you know, not 
to, to pick up a book on their out of their own will. No, only teachers can do that. And, you know, I was looking at the civics now even, you know, kind of further. Under their umbrella, they have this thing called uh, implementation in Illinois. Now, where is this uh, legislator guy from? He's from Illinois. So what he's saying is not no fucking original idea whatsoever. Is it, it's he, he he's just the mouthpiece for it. He's just the salesman. He's just the the fucking Samuel L. Jackson in uh, Django Unchained. He's the the fucking Uncle Tom, which even you know Uncle Tom, but you know what I mean. He's the bad guy against black people working for the Rockefellers, working for the rich white folk, and. You go on on this implementation in Illinois. It's just it, what they're doing here. They go around and survey kids in Chicago, inner city Chicago schools, predominantly black kids, and. Uh, during lunch and ask them when, you know, they think they should have a study hour. Should they have an hour dedicated to study? When they know the kids aren't going to be studying, they're going to be, you know, fucking around. They know that. And let me give you a little piece here. They say out of this uh, Civics Now um, Illinois thing, Say, this is, isn't simply an exercise in persuasion. However, the student's research will not just end up saved for posterity in a binder for a flash drive. They will present their findings to a school's principal. Let me go back a second. Mr. Rohde's class will complete before the end of the year. They'll talk to parents, blah, blah, blah. High's administration and coordinators, they'll talk to students and administrators at other schools that have successfully implemented the study hall. They'll look at in both favor and against the study hall and craft an argument. Okay, so they're going to go around asking kids if they want to have a study hall. And some will say yes, some will say no. But pretty much I'm all of them are going to say yes because they all want to like skip school and fuck around. And then they're going to have to craft an argument to give to the school administrators and the faculty, and the principal, about why. Okay, sounds innocent enough. But they know they're going to Im- implement the study hall. And they're, they're basically teaching these kids to craft an argument, craft an argument, not just have an argument. They don't just naturally have an argument for something because it's not based in truth. They have to craft it. They have to learn how to lie, which is what they're teaching kids. They're teaching kids to learn how to lie, and then how to present it to the administrators as if they have the moral high ground for persuasion, to initiate guilt, which was one of the things that Harvard, uh, how to get people to wear masks and take the vaccine. They don't want to take the vaccine, you guilt them. You guilt these people in office to do what they to do what you want to do to do your will. And there's a quote from here. It says covers four units: power of democracy, the power of elections, the power of public policy, and the power of activism. When it goes on when you read more on this like 20-page thing. They're te- they they say it. They're teaching the kids to be activists. And you know what comes out of the inner cities? Communist activism. They don't teach the kids freedom. They don't teach the kids that you can start your own business. They don't teach the kids that you can... This is all they're teaching the kids is how to overthrow the government. And I know the government has, has its fucking problems, but at least it's based off individual freedom. Which never has an end. But it has to, as a citizenry, we have to prove that we're good enough to not have police. We need to deem the police irrelevant and obsolete. 
out of our own behavior. And the Second Amendment. That's how we should at least just entertain that perspective. That, hey, maybe we should do better. Instead of a cop getting, you know, uh, 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 when a cop shoots a guy, instead of, like, burning down a fucking used car lot and beating up other cops and beating up other people and using it to loot and everything, how about we, like, you know, prove that we're worth not having cops in our neighborhood? How about that? How about we just have our little own breakaway society within ourselves? As based on empowering each other instead of gang warfare and selling crack to your neighbor. Stray bullets hitting fucking three-year-olds, killing them. How about we just not do that? How about we, we reject the fucking corporate rap music that's being pushed on us as a weapon? How about we reject that? How about we embrace, you know, the Louis Armstrongs and and, and the Otis Reddings and the, the fucking James Browns and, and, and all these people just saying about love and their women and treating women right and, un, and, and uniting and everything. How about we, 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 we focus on that instead of this constant like prodding and poking and to piss us off even more and more and then we're all pissed off and then it gets directed into us into that's the bourgeoisie now which they try to classify whites as now just blanket all whites are bourgeoisie then here's the antifa that has their little fucking stupid ass clothes uniforms trying to prove so much that they're not bourgeoisie when they all have the college grants and they have the trust funds and they're all fucking rich as hell. They can afford any drug they want. They go out and eat, you know, and pretend, but they just dress like they're poor homeless. When they, when they talk about everything corporate, I understand why that corporation did this. I understand why that corporation did that. And, and, and the major corporations, not like the little, you know, small, like, regional chain of restaurants that's, you know, that has, that enforces some sort of, like, you know, strict policy on consistency of recipes throughout their restaurants and uniforms. I mean, those are the, those are the guys that are getting squeezed. Hence the lockdowns funneling all into the major corporate big box stores, Amazon.com. They're not hurting. Their employees probably are because they got to wear masks and move all heavy shit and fast all day long, sweating in the summer. They're probably hurting, but, you know, the stockholders and the Jeff Bezos, they're not hurting. All these rich people, they're 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 fucking they're they're doing weird shit. I put up a article not too long ago about how Peter Thiel, the, the CEO of PayPal, injects himself with the blood of teenagers. Give me a fucking break. This is cannibalism. Who thinks this? And it's all for all these people do it to to to, to extend their life. Not through just like regular exercise. We have this one guy who's like a fitness guy on YouTube who injects stem cells into his cock to improve his sex life. I mean, the guy injects stem cells into him. I don't know if they're plant stem cells or they're fucking aborted fetus stem cells. I'm guessing they're aborted fetus stem cells. I mean, fuck, Peter Thiel's injecting himself with the blood of teenagers because they have this crazy fear of death. And they put videos on YouTube about it, flaunting it. While the average person who just wants to start a business out of something they love is getting squeezed and then and, and fucking homeless and, and, and they just don't even have a chance and everybody's being funneled into the Amazon and the PayPal and all this. I mean, yes, the corporations are the bad guys, but you got to know which corporations they are. I'm telling you, you leftists, know what the fuck you're talking about here. Bayer was bought up by IG Farben 
who was a major, I mean, IG Farben was like a branch of the military for, for the, you know, all intents and purposes to the Nazis. They weren't just a corporation that was just there in Germany that happened to be there in the Nazi, you know, in Nazi Germany. No, they worked with the Nazis. And a lot of times they would help draw military plans uh, for their infrastructure, saving their infrastructure, which was highly dependent, which the Nazis, like, really dependent on. IG Farben bought up Bayer. After the war, IG Farben was bought up by Monsanto. And just recently, Bayer bought Monsanto. It's all the same people, folks. It's all the same people. He's flipped the names around a little bit to fucking confuse you, and then people get confused. And they think a lot of this stuff is just haphazard, just whatever. I mean, guys, we get... I mean... Luckily, the stuff is is coming to light, but I don't, I don't know. The people just don't seem to know how to deal with it. Like, I was talking to this leftist guy about this stuff, and, and this was, like, news to him. And he's a very smart guy. He'll tell you anything about anything. But then, like, this was completely news to him. I don't know if it's, like, somewhere in his brain where he just doesn't want to admit it to himself because he has too much investment in, in them and in, in the ideologies that come from them. Like communism? Was it David Rockefeller met with Gorbachev? GE had an exclusive monopoly on like the power in Soviet Russia? Ford, like, was it Rockefeller or Ford? I think they're pretty much interchangeable. They all had like interest in each other. Built like the biggest truck plant in the world in Soviet Russia in Gorky, I think it's I think it was, which I think it's in current Ukraine. In Russia? Non-material non, um, aid or, or non-strategic aid being sent to Russia while all the technology and plans to build all sorts of weapons was given to Russia by the Eaton Corporation, pretty much owned by the Rockefellers. Then the CFR puts in their, pe- their stooges in the White House. To give them non-strategic aid, scrap metal, fireworks. Now they take all this stuff and they give it to the freaking Soviets who know how to take it and turn it into weapons and then give it to the North Vietnamese and then bring us into a war over there. There is no other, there's no bigger victim in this whole thing than the United States military. Oil additives. By Rockefeller Chemical Companies. In American IG Farben that were developed here in the United States were given to the Nazis as viscosity stabilizers to put in the oil because the Nazis had theaters ranging from the deserts of Libya to the fucking tundra of Russia. So they needed to you know, keep that viscosity of the oil. I mean, they depended on it, these little things that people don't think about that are very fucking important came out of the United States. While the United States wanted the te- this technology, and the Rockefellers and, and these corporations wouldn't give it to them. They were holding back the United States, and then they were sending us to war at the same time to fight the people that we were arming while holding us back. The biggest victims of this whole thing are our military. And we have a president who says no to that. And we see the pushback on it. I mean, people, you should really, you know, give a second look to President Trump. And put the, thing, put the pressure on him when he puts these CFR members in. But that's what Washington is full of. I mean, he doesn't have really anybody else to pick from. Maybe he's doing a thing where it's uh, keeping your enemies close. Your friends close, your enemies closer. I mean, we saw, saw what happened with John. He shouldn't, but he shouldn't even be doing that. We saw what happened with John Bolton. Fired him. And comes out with a book, and that book is forgotten now. That's what they do. These people just, like, come out with books after they're fired. 
yeah, it'll work for him. I'll sabotage it for a little bit, and then he fires me, and then I'll, you know, write a book about it. And these books, like, don't even say anything groundbreaking. I mean, you get more information out of the news on any given day than what's in a book. The book just, like, takes us, it's just like the news, but in written form. But a lot of times it's not even news. And then it gets forgotten about. Just like how the riots in Chicago were for, forgotten about. You know, the Miracle Mile getting completely looted. Really fancy diamond stores and places that are world-renowned. Completely looted. Because some fucking, you know, black guy was, like, grazed by a bullet from a cop. Who, you know, this black guy was, like, waving a gun at him. Give me a fucking break. But this is what they're teaching them. By their Uncle Tom's, by this guy. I keep forgetting his fucking name. Who's trying to abolish history in school. Because it's racist. Again. Saying you hate me causes more damage than saying I hate you. Because now you have the moral high ground to preemptively strike the person that supposedly hates you. Because you're not doing it out of hate, no. I mean, it... it, it And a lot of lefties will reject what I'm saying outright just because I'm white. How sick is that? And a lot of them will be white too. See, a lot of lefties, a lot of lefty politicians, and even just politicians in general have this notion of, what are we going to do with the black people? Here's what I'm going to do to help them. and this and that. When, like, the most moral thing to do, the most unslavey thing to do, is to just see what they can do for themselves. Just don't interfere. But it's a political block, and a lot of these people have consider them a, a voting block, winning districts and all this stuff. And But those days are coming to an end. All this, like, stupid talk, all this, you know, talk, like, just like in this civics now, just this wordy, Double talk shit says a whole bunch, but says nothing. That's coming into an end. People are so refreshed when they have authenticity, when they're spoken with authenticity. Not like the customer service voice. Not the pat on the head. Not the corporate lifestyle. That's what people want. I mean, you go... I mean, you go to the bar and, like, talk to some girl and you just do, like, just authentic shit. That's what it, that's what she likes. If it's wrong or not, if it's authentic and you just, like, pay attention to details, you're golden. So, I mean, within all the bad news, there is good news. Again, these are just like growing pains. We're finally getting to know ourselves a little bit. We're finally getting to know that we we're all complacent in what's going on today. And then once you do that, I mean, you have a very you have a much better understanding of your of your peers. You're much more forgiving of them. Because you did wrong yourself. You forgive somebody else, you're forgiving yourself. But then how do we stop the people who are completely bent on evil? Well, I don't think there is a stopping of them. They're going to keep doing their thing. They always have. But the good news is, is that they're so focused on their pride they're so focused on their personal life they're so focused on their image they're so arrogant there's a they have a major major blind spot in themselves and they're very easily they can be very easily contained and let loose 
as a directed weapon if you want, which is what's being done to us today. But if it's always going to be there, that's, I mean, if, if, if guns are always going to be there, use them when you need them. But that brings up a whole other can of worms, like, I guess, like, just keep pushing the philosophy of freedom and individuality until the, the, the weapon is rendered obsolete. When the weapon just disintegrates. Disintegrates into freedom. Ascends into freedom. Individual freedom. Freedom of not being held down by, you know, corporations. I mean, it, it, with the whole hipster movement, if, like, R.J. Reynolds, like, didn't run every single fucking cigarettes that there are, I could see totally in the hipster movement, you know, little, like, craft growers, you know, making up their own blends and selling their own cigarettes. Not like cigars or pipe tobacco, but like, you know, selling their own types of cigarettes, their own brand. Imagine that. Imagine that like each, like regionally, state, locality, whatever, had their own little individual brands of cigarettes. Instead, we got like, oh, they got Damares in Canada. You ever had those? Oh, wow, that's exotic. No, I mean like Florida would be known for like their cigarettes or North Carolina or Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got like some, their own breeds of tobacco going on over there. And then, like, so every single region would have, like, their own blends and their own types of cigarettes. And they would probably be natural, and you probably wouldn't get as much death and cancer out of cigarettes than we have now. I mean, like, chew tobacco, for example. What if there was a craft market for chew tobacco? Instead of, like, the major conglomerates of, like, Kodiak and Copenhagen and, and all that. I mean, you got some cheap ones, which are probably, like, the runoffs that fall off the conveyor belt. But, like, it, it's... Imagine, like, just something like that, or craft, like, little small, like, car companies that weren't run by Nazi Ford or General Motors, which worked with the Nazis, too. And worked with the Soviets. I mean, come on, it's so easy to see that these corporations are playing all sides of everything and funding the worst people to, 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 to acquire a fucking army behind them. It's it, which could very like I said, could, which could very easily happen out of the back the blue Proud Boys movement. Suddenly they come out with a symbol. Suddenly they have ads in the paper. Suddenly, or you get targeted ads. Suddenly, you know the rankings are on Google are kind of you know up a little bit. Which could I mean, hopefully the. You know they're they're smart enough. I think they might be smart enough to to not have that happen to them or not to fall for something like that. But the Antifa is definitely not are they're definitely not smart enough. They worship too many idols. They worship too many human beings. They have no spirituality. At least the Proud Boys are majority Christian, and they get their orders from God. Not a speaker of God, not a, not a human interpretation of them, but out of their own relationship with God. Which is wildly important. Your own spiritual relationship with the Creator. Trusting when you know between good and bad. Wildly important. Instead of just being completely rudderless. Falling for postmodernism. Where you are the dictator of the universe. Up against seven and a half billion other dictators of the universe. Which is what they want. Everybody just... You know, told that they're the dictator of the universe. No, I, no, I am. I am. And then the biggest boss hog wins. 
Everybody's fighting with each other, but we're all shopping at the same store. We all have to get the vaccine. In which they're all over the place, left and right. They're talking about, we can't open anything back up till there's the vaccine. All over the place. Here's this thing that might work. Here's that thing that might work. No, 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 no. We need a vaccine. Bill Gates. Where's the Antifa crowd in the left on Bill Gates? We saw that with that one guy, but he didn't... In that video that I was talking about earlier where the, the guy's like, let's go to Bill Gates' house right now and get him. He wasn't dressed up like a normal fucking Antifa. He was, I don't remember, what he, he was dressed up stupid, but it was it, he wasn't dressed up in the all black with the helmet and the mask and the fucking shield and all that shit. He was just a fucking guy that happened to be on the front lines that is just looks like he leans left and hates the corporation and probably has some problems himself. But at least he had an idea on who specifically one of the bad guys are. And Bill Gates' parents worked with the fucking Nazis too, especially with IBM. Helped the fucking Holocaust. Mom, chair, you know, member of the board. And this, these are important things. The board members, there are other board members of other companies that are embedded with governments of the Nazis. I mean, like, in, in, it's these small details that were completely driven away from that are so wildly important, and I recommend you to pay more attention to that, please, and research on yourself. Because, I mean, some of these these books I read, I can't just, like, recite everything in these fucking books here on my little podcast. I mean, I I can just point you in a direction on where to learn. And hopefully remind you that you have... that you have power, that you have a say... That you have a purpose in life, especially this day and age. I mean, if you think that you don't have a purpose on this planet in the in this day, I don't know what to tell you. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people, again, are driven away from that, and the only and they're only trying to allow people that empowerment to focus it towards activism, as dictated by their teachers. They're brainwashing little kids. Teaching them all sorts of sexual shit in school. I mean, young as hell, too. It's pretty remarkable. It's pretty remarkable. I mean, but you know what? These are things that Covering in live time here. This is part of it. This is part of the human growth. Get back on the track of human freedom. We've diverted. We got we got spoiled Had it for so long. In a lot of ways, we still are in America. On our own accord, we need to use our wealth. Not just to make our own lots better, but to use it for innovation. To help ourselves reach beyond our current understanding of nature and the universe. Which is possible. That's, that's like the story right there. That's like the human story reaching beyond what we think is possible. Flying. Going to space. Looking out into space. Mass communication. Me talking to you. You could be in damn Japan. And you can play me at will. It's not like you got to tune in at a certain time, which is a feat in and of itself. Radio towers and and all that. Well, 
Well, thanks for listening to this eighth episode. Hopefully, I give you some food for thought. More to come. What is today? Tuesday, Monday. The, what, 24th? Yep, Monday the 24th. Sorry about my absence since the last podcast. I got one up now. Whether you're a leftist or a righty, be, just just have an idea where you get your ideology from. And I recommend being your own individual and coming up with your own ideology. And I think it will inevitably be one of individual freedom. Because you discover your own individuality and find out that is where the fuck it's at. And you want that for everybody else too. Take care guys.